Welcome to episode 13 of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing today, Dave? Better than most. Not as good as some, champ. How you doing? Hey, thank you for remembering that because I am still the champ and the way things are going, I might that might be one of the last fantasy leagues that was crowned a champion. Um, I'm, I, I guess I can tell you that I'll, how I'm doing in, what, 14 days? Because, <laughs> right. you know, with the old uh, COVID-19 out there, not making light of it or anything, but they say, you know, you could actually have it and nothing shows up for 14 days. So I guess I'll be able to tell you how I'm doing in episode 15 unless I actually acquire it the day of episode 15. Then it would be episode 7. So I guess I'm 14 days out. Yeah. I, I understand that. Reminds me of the uh, one of the signs that I like with you know you go into a, one of the, your local coffee shops or bars or whatever, and like there's a sign on the wall that says "Free Beer Tomorrow." <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know, I actually like shit like that because it's funny because it's you know you think oh man how are they give it out oh wait a minute because I'll come in here tomorrow and it'll be free beer free tomorrow. tomorrow. So, yeah. You know, so like I said, I guess I'll tell you how I'm doing in 14 days. <laughs> Um, here at the North studio, I think we have a nice little battle of the, ba- well, before we get into what we have today, um, my Rudy Gobert attempt, I, we did do the one tasting yeah. of Corona, right? Um, we won't record it and we're not going to do the listening for the, what would, in all seriousness, what would you rate? The Corona, I, I might even two point five. Oh God, that's way too high. Wait, no. I, I might even I might even give it a one. Okay, simply because, um, it, I think the lowest we've ever rated was Hazel's nuts. Yeah, and and that was at least that tasted bad. I didn't. There was no flavor at all to the Corona. I think we're just getting used to all these really flavorful. That, Port, well, that must be it. Because porters and stouts and IPAs and yeah, it just yeah, it changes the changes the palate exactly because uh, that's why I would just give it a one for no flavor at all, and that's like the the you know at least Hazel's nuts was bad you know yeah. so you know like, like like the all the stars say hey bad publicity is still publicity better than nothing yeah uh, but anyway first on the docket we have um. Founders, CBS, 11.3%, 45 IBUs, and an untapped rating of 4.48. And I guess full disclosure to our listeners, you've actually had this before. But I have. you've really never rated it. So, no, 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 you know, no. So we'll – and then our next the, – the second selection, very similar ingredients – so we'll kind of do a little, you know, battle, mono of, the, the battle of the uh, breakfast stout, so to speak. So without further ado, bottle opener. We don't use that as much in these tastings. Uh-uh. And also for our listeners, uh, Dave and I implemented a new policy here in episode 13. Our uh, It's all bullshit, flights, football, and anything else mugs. Only the host gets to drink out of that one. So next week at the cell studio, you'll get yours out and... Yeah, that was a good idea. I like that. Hey, and thanks again, Jamie. And while that is a, that might be darker than the beer we sampled last week with Alex. Put your nose to that one. Now, I could be, excuse me, I could be wrong, but somebody fact-checked me on this one. But I think Founder said they're going to discontinue making this one. Oh, really? Yeah. So... 
Let's meet once again, like the one we had last week. There smells is, good. You got to get your nose to there, it. It doesn't hit you in the face. Of that bourbon, though. And the maple syrup. Cheers. Cheers. Wow. There's a lot more bourbon than the one we had last week. Um, and for any new listeners, oh I'm the I'm okay with the bourbon. Mike is not. Yeah, it's yeah, it's uh boy, where is the <laughs> Imperial Stout brewed with chocolate and coffee aged in maple syrup bourbon barrels? Where's the chocolate and coffee and maple syrup? All I taste oh, is it's, all I taste seriously? is bourbon. Seriously? Oh. Maybe it maybe it'll as the palate gets used to it, I'll at least towards the bottom it will. Um anyway, well we get down on the old founder's CBS with the black horse on it. Let's get the uh ten thousand pound elephant out of the room. You know, it's almost like COVID nineteen is one. I mean, without with it shut down everything, all our sports. <laughs> yeah. And Ohio just announced today at 9 p.m. Uh, bars and restaurants, doors closed. Which, like I said, I'm going to take more or less a stand of Rudy Gobert before. Oddly enough, he was the one who like feigned. I don't know if he actually touched the microphones or he pretended he touched them. Yeah. And then lo and behold, he was the one that. Actually, although if you're tongue-tied, can you speak much, Mike? A conspiracy theory. Yeah. Maybe just to get everybody important and thinking along the same lines. Hey, Rudy, we're going to announce that you're positive, you know, just to show people how important this is. Sure. So... I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Because it seems odd that yeah. the one guy that pretended right. he touched all the <laughs> microphones is the one guy who has it. Right. Um. You know, and it's, I don't know, I don't know, like you just mentioned that Ohio law. This almost would fall into the hashtag IDGAF. It's like, okay, if you're a simpleton, you're looking, oh, okay, so I can't get the coronavirus before 9 o'clock, right? (laughs) Because my friends can, we can go and drink in the bars until 9 o'clock. So that must mean I can't get it before nine o'clock, right? Now, see, I was under the impression. No, I mean, like, I mean, the, they're closed until further notice. No, they're closed until nine o'clock. No, I, they're, they're they're open for business at nine o'clock and then they close. Oh, so they're open during the day. They're not closing them like permanently. Unless, well, see, I heard this third hand. See, so I mean, this is hopefully we uh th- we got to make this a live format. We could call her, ca- call her. You're on the air. <laughs> what information do you have for it? No, I read it as effective immediately. Bars and restaurants will close at nine o'clock. Got you. That makes a little more sense. I thought you know I thought Armageddon was on the front door because oh mean, no yeah that, what would all those people do if they can't work? Well, that makes more sense though. Doing it that way then. Okay, well, because, you know, what it is is young people, because you're invincible at that age. Sure. You know, nothing can harm you. You know, they're like, hey, F you, COVID-19, right. we're going out and drinking. Right. Which, that's what kids do. So, I mean, you know, so the, what, the way they combat it is like, okay, well, stop it. Well, if I'm in my 20s and they're closing <laughs> at 9, right. I'm getting there at 6 and I'm going full tilt. 
until nine. Right. And then, you know, so I don't, I mean, I think you got to go all or nothing. Yeah. I mean, I, well, but the, you know, the you don't economic put, implications are. Well, the, the economy I, the is way taking you, a kick in the teeth right now, regardless. So well, I mean, at least you're not, you're not, whoop, fumble. At least not, you're not curb stomping it. In the process by saying, okay, we're, we're just, we're basically going to call, we're going to close, you know, all, all retail commerce, period. Exactly. And that's the thing. That's the catch 22 where, you know, okay, it is, you know, I, if the listeners want to go back in time, I think it was episode eight. I mentioned, hey, do you think, did you hear that they're um, going to think about playing March Madness? Um, with no fans, no and you fans. like even went, like oh, crazy. you got to be kidding! There's me. no way yeah. that's not going to happen. You know, and now it's come to not only they they, were, they went from playing in front of no fans to like you know what, all right, not having it. Which I think this podcast is kind of like the Nostradamus effect. I really do because <laughs> you know why? You know the real reason the NCAA is not happening. What's the real reason? Because for the first time in say. Graduated high school 85, let's say 86, 14, 19. In 30, for the first time in 33 years, I announced on this pod that I was not doing my brackets this year. Wow. So I think the NCAA That's said, what? <laughs> Mike's not doing his bracket with it now. There's Screw no that. Um, <laughs> that has to be it. And speaking of brackets, again, I don't know if, you know, in this day and age with all this, the, you have information literally at your fingertips. It w- I got an alert to my phone, ESPN. NCAA is not releasing brackets. Well, duh, uh, who gives a shit? <laughs> but there are people who want to see the brackets of what might have been as well. How is there brackets when you didn't even play the conference tournaments? Right. I mean, who gives a shit if there's brackets? There's no tournament <laughs> yeah that didn't make much that didn't make much sense to me either well that, but that's what, that i guess people just have too much time on their hands says the guy who's drinking beer doing a podcast <laughs> but, um you know literally why i mean why would you be upset well i wanted to see where michigan state they really played well down the stretch they should, probably were going to be a two seed okay who cares there's no tournament right um, yeah, true. Which, speaking of, you know, the, the domino effect of COVID-19 is, I like saying that because it sounds like I'm a doctor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> would you or would you not agree with, okay, you know, Dave, you're a senior on the, uh, give me a uh, St. John's varsity baseball team. Sure. Well, most of all co- collegiate spring sports have been shut down or postponed indefinitely yeah well yeah but i mean so are you in favor of okay well we're granting you one more year of eligibility dave or do you go to the school of thought hey life ain't fair move on dave you weren't any good anyway oh wow oh wow that is a great question uh the ramif- the ramifications for well they're shutting down recruiting apparently you know what i mean you, you know darn well there's some out there doing some recruiting oh, behind yeah. the scenes and under the table sure. and that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, to, to give all those scenes, that would be great uh, to think about the 
financial ramifications if you're bringing in kids, but you're keeping seniors? What does that do to your roster? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, those kids that are going to move on to hopefully a uh, NFL or MLB or NHL season, you know, starting in a month or two or three or ho- however long this thing lasts. Yeah, I don't know how many kids would move on, how many kids would stay. Um, I mean, it probably, I, de- de- probably depends on your uh, talent level. I mean, if, yeah. if you're uh, – That's if you, where, if where just, I was if just if going. You, yeah, if you that, kind of yeah. suck at it, you might just be like, ah, oh, damn it, I've not, I'm, my baseball career is done or my lacrosse career is done or, sure. or you know, whatever the case may be. But it's like – right. Um, I got a I got a job opportunity an internship at Johnson and Johnson, so you know I'm going to be making six figures anyway. And you know, I was the I was the fifty fifty sixth best pitcher in the Big Ten. You exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. I, that, know, so, but yeah, so it's just it's just a bizarre like. And this is episode thirteen. I said it was probably episode eight. So in five weeks, how Things everything change. has changed? Yeah. Yep. And it's like, the other thing I don't like, um, I, I am a political idiot. My buddy Larry can attest, I didn't even know who, when he meant Mike Pence, and remember I told you like in episode four, I, my response was, who's Mike Pence? <laughs> so you're one of the guys with the, the night shows go on the go on the street and ask people like, yeah, George Washington? Exactly. Yeah, and okay. then, But I think some of the naysayers, I mean, and I, I've said some bad things about our President Trump. And this, that, and the other thing, and my 401k until recently was doing spectacular <laughs> under Trump. But um, like some people are blaming him now. How in the world are you blaming Donald Trump for the coronavirus? I mean, unless, unless like ten years from now we find out, like at the top floor of the Trump Towers, him and some mad scientists, you know, released. And then, you know, in hindsight, we could say, oh, geez, that Trump was a dirty son of a bitch. But I mean, like right now, how how in the world can you say this is, I mean, that's that's stupid. That's like you had a bad day at work and you come home and you kick your dog. Right. I mean, that's just stupid. Yeah, I agree. I agree. As bad as his tan is, I agree. And it's it's not looking good lately. Or the, the hair is still worse than the tan. Or, or the or the photographers just don't like them so much. They change the they change the settings on the camera just to make it look that much more orange. Uh what else? What else? Oh, you know, then the East Coast Hockey League they became actually the first because most things have been postponed slash suspended. Right. The East Coast Hockey League just said, ah, fuck it, we're done. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know, they had three weeks of the regular season and then their playoffs. Right. And they're just like, ah, screw it. Yeah, we're done. We don't we don't care about this. The hell with it. Um, Why don't the absolute absolutists like Thanksgiving? I don't know. Too many relatives. <laughs> That's actually a pretty thought-provoking joke. That's a good one, Mike. <laughs> That's well, awesome. I can thank Alexa for that. <laughs> you want to rate this one? The joke <laughs> or the beer? <laughs> joke? We're putting that at a 1.5. How about the beer? You said it made you think that that's a horrible rating for the comments <laughs> you get. So either, you're, you're, either your comment was full of shit or your rating's horseshit. <laughs> My rating's horseshit. All right. I, I like that. I like that joke a lot better after the second tasting. Yeah. Um, if, if I make it to the second tasting, because even though – um, the founders is a little bit lower 
alcohol rating wise at 11.3%. The, what was the one that we uh, tasted last week that was, I think, our high? What was that called? I, my mind. The Rye Hipster. The Rye Hipster was what? 12 something, was it not? 12.7. So 12 point, so 1.4% higher. This, you know, maybe it's what I ate or didn't eat last week versus this week, but this one seems to be almost hitting me a little bit harder than the Rye Hipster did. And since we're at the North Studio, I'm hosting, and I will go first. Even though I didn't taste the maple syrup or the coffee, and the, the bourbon isn't my specialty, very pleasant drinking. I'm going to put it down at a nice, nowhere near the untapped rating of 4.48, but I'm going to give it a nice solid 3.5. 3.5. Yeah, that is that is literally nowhere near the untapped rating of 4.48. Uh, but the regular listeners know that Mike is not a bourbon barrel guy. So that is not unexpected. Uh, I, I don't mind it so much. And I did taste the maple syrup and everything in there. Now, for any new listeners or people not, that not don't drink. Not to interrupt you, but I just had one but more drink. But you did drink. interrupt I, me, but that's yeah, okay. I know. But I just had one more drink, and all I tasted was like a shot of Jack Daniels. Anyway, really? Pro, anyway, proceed. Oh, my God. Um, the chocolate, I've never, I've never, I don't think I've ever literally tasted any chocolate. It might kind of smooth over and give it that nice, that nice smooth finished taste. But I've I don't think I've ever said ooh chocolatey. You know what I mean? It's right. not like oh I'm, I agree with that. Yeah, um, but definitely the maple syrup. Um, so I I like this stuff a lot. Uh, I'm going to give it a four point four zero. So you're right in line with the untapped audience, and I'm like I say three point five is not a no. It's not rating, horrible. No, 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 no. I'll be a full point underneath that. Yeah, exactly. But uh, but yeah, if you're a big stout fan uh, and you like a lot of flavor and you don't mind the the bourbon barrel, um, get your wallet out though because a four pack is like twenty four dollars for a four pack. Although this tasting was courtesy of my sister Jen, and by the way, I might have to go back. I just looked at Dave's empty beer bottle. And this is the 2019, which I think in, on tap, there's two separate ratings. So stay tuned for a, a correction on that. But I didn't buy this. My sister did. So thanks, thanks Jen. Jen, because, it, you know, be, be prepared to pay for Founder CBS because it's a four pack is like 24 bucks. Chiching. All right, Dave, for the second tasting, we have Poets. Brunch Stout from New Holland Brewing, 9% alcohol, and the IBUs or the infamous NA are not applicable. Untapped rating of 4.04. Speaking of untapped, little clarification, Dave and I did some research. We were, in fact, drinking the 2019 version of Founders CBS. <clears throat> Excuse me. If we had a cough button, that would have came in handy there. The 2019 version is only rated at a 4.39 versus the 4.48. And so, Dave, you were slightly ahead of the 2019 ranking by a hundredth of a point. Nice. Anyway, let's crack the old can of the Poets Brunch Stout. 
which is along the same lines of the founders. Ooh, a little reddish color as it mm-hmm. explodes out of the top. That's what she said. <laughs> Doesn't appear quite as dark as I poured into my not a big deal. Pint glass and the pint of beer filled my pint over the top. What glass did you give me? I don't recognize this. Oh, uh, that's the uh, one I got from uh, Oh Paris. Craft beer for the people? Yep. The, the oh, guy nice. told me, that, told me I asked if I could buy it. He wasn't French, but he was a foreigner. He really wasn't picking up what I was putting down. And he told us, just go ahead and put it in your purse. <laughs> so, that, so that's what we did. That's fantastic. <laughs> that's what we did. So, cheers. cheers. Hmm. Now that that's much better. Almost feel like if, if I'm drinking a bowl of uh, cinnamon toast crunch. Really? Yes. Little description of the old poet's brunch stout from New Holland Brewing: Brunch where two worlds collide. Early <laughs> enough for breakfast, yet late enough for a brew. Inspired by our classic oatmeal stout, this beer is drizzled with maple syrup and topped with vanilla and cinnamon. It is time to get some friends together and meet up for a brewer's brunch. And my nose is running, so must have acquired catch it. Must have acquired the <laughs> good one. I like that. Must have acquired the old COVID nineteen uh, in between tastings. That sucks. <laughs> I told you this 13th episode is going to be fucking unlucky. <laughs> mm. That's delish. Um, Good. Flavorful for sure. One final thought on the... That doesn't uh, have... That doesn't claim to have chocolate in it, does it? Imperial stout with maple syrup, cinnamon, and natural mm. flavor. Okay. Okay. Um, one last thing on the coronavirus that I will denounce Judaism if it happens. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is that if Martin Truex Jr. changes from the number 19, I'm done with sports. Why? Because you know how people are. How can you race with number 19? My grandmother died. It's like, come on, dude. That was his car number before this happened. And if he changes his number... Okay, I'm not going to be done with sports. I'm just going to be done with NASCAR. <laughs> I'm going to be done with sports, but I'm going to be done with NASCAR because if anybody takes offense to him riding in the 19 car, then we've gone over the top. All right, you're going to have to bring me up as, up to speed because some of our listeners might be like me and have no idea what you're talking about. Martin Truex's number is number 19. Yeah, That's okay. That's he races in NASCAR. Okay, yeah. The coronavirus, it's, it's oh, abbreviated as COVID. Jesus Christ, get with the fucking <laughs> oh program. Oh. <laughs> and for our listeners who haven't paid any attention at all. Um, <laughs> I, was just, I was like, what the heck? I mean, I don't understand. Why would anybody make that connection? <laughs> I'm speechless. Some people would. I, apparently, I didn't you know did. That. apparently you did. <laughs> no. Didn't. Didn't. Yeah. Um, from our listener grab bag at 
ffaepod at gmail.com. What is your stance on tipping? Tipping? Tipping, yes. Uh, TIPS acronym stands for to ensure proper service. Right. So uh, working for TIPS uh, as a youth and uh, 20-something, uh, I value it. Um, if I, I usually go between 15 and 20%, not less, not more. Uh, if I get horrible, horrible service and the food is horrible, I might go 10. Um, rarely have I gone above 20. Uh, there was one time in Steamboat Springs, Colorado that we went way above 20%, but that was because our bill came back at a fraction of what it should have been. Okay. A little, little insider trading then, if you will. <laughs> was it done intentionally or was it a mistake and you felt guilty? Oh, or? no, it was done intentionally okay, for sure. You. Yeah, no, it was a Michigan connection kind of a thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there was a Detroit band there uh, in the Tugboat Saloon in Steamboat Springs, and there was a... Um, uh, a waitress that was from Michigan and we were all from Michigan. And so our bill came back ridiculously low. And so the tip was very generous. All right. Uh, now level of tipping. Now who do you tip? Obviously you were referring to bartenders, waitresses, waiters. Where do you draw the line at tipping? Do you tip when you pick when you pick up a to go order? Oh yeah, you do. Oh yeah, when you like you order for B dubs. Hey, I want a hundred. Uh, oh, I but I but you know what? The, you're right. Um, so I have to I have to amend my earlier statement. So you know I might give a couple bucks. You know the person that Wouldn't brings it out to the car. Well, it, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, well, I guess. If I've been inside, let's say, for example, if I pick up a pizza, no, I guess not. Well, if you tip when you pick up a pizza, you're nuts. No, I guess I don't. Yeah, in that case. There's been a a couple times like Applebee's, you know, where I pick up at Applebee's and the person comes out to the car. Right. I've never never used Applebee's curbside to go. So, you know, it might be a couple bucks. Hey, thanks for bringing this from, from, you know, from, from the store, from the you know, out to the car. I appreciate it. Here's a couple of bucks. But, uh, yeah. Uh, you, Lady who cuts your hair. Nobody cuts my hair. Do you ever get massaged or anything like that? Uh, so do you tip that type of service? Yes. Or only in the yes, 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 right. yes. I've had, I've had some massages. Yeah, I tip. Hey, Brandon, I think Dave's losing some brownie points with you, buddy. Brandon. Uh, Brandon's who sent the question in. Oh, okay. He wanted because his his <clears throat> uh, wife gave him shit because he got his haircut and didn't tip. He got a deal at wherever the haircut oh, place was yeah. for nine oh. ninety nine or whatever. Yeah, when the boys would get their haircut, um, like at JR's or something like that, for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, see, yeah. Brandon didn't. It was a, it was a ten ninety nine haircut. He gave he gave the eleven bucks and said if you wanted more money, he Oof. I think I think his exact words were. Find a different job or charge what you want to <laughs> charge what you want to make. See now, I'm for any uh, servers that potentially wait on me in the future. You keep my beer full and I get drunk. I tip stupidly. Yeah, right. okay. I I remember the one time we were out, uh, at a work function, and uh, my bill came to forty four dollars. 
and I made the Discover card payment to like eighty dollars. I asked my boss at the, oh my, my boss at the time, Greg Raymond. I said, "You think that's a big enough tip?" He said, "Yeah, hundred percent. That's usually pretty standard." Oh my goodness! So, but now what I will do? You said you typically don't go less than fifteen percent. Is if I get horrible service, I don't give no tip because no tip the person might be thinking, "Oh, geez, they must have forgot or." Right. He thought the other person tipped or right. left it on the table or whatever. I leave a very poor tip if the service is shitty. Because then it's like, well, wait a second. He he left me like an 8% tip. And then it should ring a, you bell. Know, ring a bell. Like, hey, I must have really sucked on this job. So, Right. And so, uh, like, for example, today, uh, we're at a, um, um, a restaurant restaurant. Uh, that shall re- remain nameless that has a Buffalo in it. Um, and for what we ordered, it was a long time for the food to come. And a couple of our orders were like lukewarm to cold. And so I didn't think that was the waitress's fault per se. Um, but it wasn't bad enough to go below 15%. So I just, I did the 15%. All right. Uh, if you're talking about the, the Buffalo with two W's, right. That's a lot of times standard fares. And I, I, I think their wings are just pre-made Yeah, and they, they rarely come to the table temperature hot. So, well, mine, I had a, I had a, I had a, like a, uh, um, I had a taco. Oh fuck! You're at, a, you're at a wings place and you get tacos. That you get what you deserve. <laughs> I, have no, I have no sympathy for it. Now, in that is it sympathy or empathy? Would it be both, either, or which one? You could have both. It depends on the situation. Right. Well, I, I had I have neither sympathy or empathy when you order a taco <laughs> from Buffalo Wild Wings. Free ad there, B Dubs. There you go. We'll take sponsorships or free beer. Exactly, either or. So now, last. Of the tipping, the guy who delivers your pizza. Right. You tip him or no? Absolutely. As do I. And it's twofold. It's kind of a catch-22 on that because, number one, they do factor a tip in to what you're paying. Yeah. And number two, you really don't know what he did to your pizza on the way. And to tip it. Tip the guy or gal, because there are a lot of female delivery people these days. Right. You know, to tip them for doing something just out of this world to your pizza seems a little bit kooky, doesn't it? Well, to as he's it, walking away, you give him a, you give him five extra dollars, and he says, "Geez, I hope you don't eat that pizza, but thanks for the five. But now, I I always tip something to the delivery person because I'm always on the paranoid site. That I will be murdered as I exit my house the next time. <laughs> oh, the next my, time I leave the house, yeah, because it's no. like, hey, who does it, you know? You, you had a bad day. Hey, thanks a lot. Here's your twenty bucks for the pizza. And the bill's twenty bucks. And the guy's walking or gal is walking away, and he's like, that person, no fucking tip. That and then you get up, you get up the morning, work the next morning, and there's somebody waiting with like with a crossbow, just <laughs> oh, boom, right between God. the chest. What is going That's, on? And hence, I tip. <laughs> what is going on with your imagination? 
No, I mean, I, if, if someone is, is, uh, comes to the door and they're very congenial and they, you know, say, Hey, did you get everything you needed? Is everything there? Um, if they seem conscientious about that kind of a thing, then absolutely. They, I mean, they're going to get. Oh, agreed. And that, I'm not disagreeing there. I, I also tip that person, but I, I'm just saying it's like, you really don't know. I mean, they may have, right. what if they, what if it fell out of the box and they, <laughs> they're like kind of putting it together? Like, have, oh shit. I have never, I have never imagined somebody with a crossbow <laughs> well, outside of my driveway. But you've never not tipped. I bet you next time you have pizza delivered, don't tip them. Then I bet you think you get a shot with a crossbow on your way out. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe somebody next time would put special sauce on whatever they're delivering. But right, that's the that is the one the one fear I have is like, and that's what's embarrassing about it. Like, geez, I, you you tip the guy ten bucks. He's thinking, geez, I, he didn't even order mayonnaise on that pizza. Oh, yeah. That's well, anyway. Okay. All right, I'm we, about ready. We to digress. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to rate this bad boy po poet's brunch stout, but it doesn't even look like you've even taken a drink, Dave. Oh, I have plenty. Yeah, that's good. All right, my turn. Right, yep, your turn first in the mid rating. So, as opposed to the CBS from Founders. <clears throat> This doesn't have the, the, I don't think, because it doesn't have the chocolate in it, it doesn't have the kind of the smooth over taste that the CBS does. It's a good breakfast stout, or brunch stout in this case. Um, lots of flavor. I'm going to put it at a 4.2. Okay. Um, now... For what reduced it for you is what's going to increase it for me. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought that I didn't think the cinnamon, though it was prevalent, I didn't think it was overbearing. There was no whiskey taste, but then again, it's not bourbon barrel. It's not bourbon barrel aged, so therefore, right. why would there be a whiskey taste? Right. And <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I. We'll go four and a quarter. No, oh, you're going above Sim me. Simply because wow. I, I I liked it more than the first beer, probably more than you disliked it more than the first beer. So I had to go higher than you just based on the head-to-head -head competition with the founder CPS. So, I mean, not a, not an instance of Canis Mots Macho or nothing. <laughs> But thank you, Judge Million, <laughs> Judge Marilyn. I can't even say Marilyn Million. Sorry that I butchered your name three times. I know you listen, hon. So, um, but I'm going to go the 4.25 because very smooth and thoroughly enjoyed it. Bang. For our third and final tasting today, Dave, in episode 13. Think's pretty lucky 13 so far. We have Pen Hopper IPA from Middle Coast Brewing, formerly Monkey Fist Brewing. You may know her as Myanmar, but you'll always be Burma to me. It's a 6.5% alcohol with 67 IBUs. 
our lowest on tap rating of the day at 3.68. So let's give our first IPA of the night a crack open and a pour. Obviously going to be much, much clearer than oh, yeah. the first two oil cans we drank. Nice IPA haze. Very nice IPA haze. And I finally, pouring beer is the only time you like a little less head. Cheers. Cheers. Very smooth. Nice. Uh, the third, by the way, the Penn Hopper IPA is the third and final donation for my sister, Jen. So Thank Jen, you, Jen. Thank you very much. It has the typical, the first thing that hits the palate is, for lack of a better description to the non-IPA drinkers, a um, little bit of a soapy taste. The IPA soapy taste that hits the palate first and the same smell, but not a lot of bitterness, I don't think. No, no, for sure. Not a lot of bitterness. Um I would say kind of the citrusy. Um, it's got a it got a different body than a stout or a porter than what we drank in the first two tastings. For sure. Um, when we uh, researched this beer, what did you find out about the? Uh, oh, why? Why did it become sure. Middle Coast Brewing? So, <clears throat> originally it was Monkey Fist Brewing. Then when they started distributing outside the state, um, they were distributing to Philadelphia area. And once uh, social media started picking up on it, they started uh, confusing that with uh, Shipyards Brewing uh, Monkey Fist IPA. So then, you know, the conversation took place between the two brewing companies and Monkey Fist Brewing decided to change their name to, uh, help Mid me out. Middle Coast Brewing. Middle Coast Brewing. Yeah. Thank you. So to try to, you know, alleviate that confusion between, uh, those two things. And so to help consumers figure out which is which. I wonder if uh, what it would be like to drink the Monkey Fist from the Shipyard Brewing, shipyard brewing yep. while being fisted by a monkey. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought you'd go to sleep with tonight. Yeah, no. no. All right, time for the random question. It's kind of an offshoot, kind of a blended random question slash hashtag IDGAF. So Dave, what would that groups of people do that you just like WTF example. My take on it is furries. You're not familiar with furries? Furries? Yes, F-U-R. No. 
seriously not familiar with that. What I mean, hey, to each his own. I pat you <laughs> on the back. Do what you got to do. You know what? What movies uh, tickle your ass with a feather? What? But particularly, particularly nasty. What? That's from Hollywood Night. Um, but <laughs> the only firm, thing I remember from that movie is the uh, bag of crap on fire on the porch. Okay, yeah. <laughs> very solid selection of Robert Wool. Uh my my buddies Dave and Wes. Yes, Wes, I consider you my buddy, even though I've never met you because I've listened to forty-seven of your episodes at Don't Forget the Popcorn. Uh for our listeners here who haven't heard it, theirs is a way more professional podcast than Dave and I, but and they strictly talk about movies. And I'd like you guys to review uh Hollywood Night with Robert Wall. So I'm holding you to it once you finish the series, Dexter, Dave. Anyway, furries, people who dress up basically like mascots. And it's, oh, and it's, it, I mean, like I said, to each his own, but come on, why? What is your, what is wrong with you? I mean, you know, are I, they I, actually mascots or are no, they, they dressing up like mascots on their like, own? They're dressing up like mascots on their own. They get together and there's literally conventions of this shit. And the people in the other dressing their stupid little stuffed animals, basically. And like I said, I don't begrudge anybody. You, you know, you know, you may like, you know, some people say, well, why are you in seven fantasy football leagues? You loser, that's a waste of money. You are a loser, but they don't call me champ for nothing, right, Dave? <laughs> you know, so I get right. it. Everybody's, you know, to each his own. Everybody loves everything. And it's like, you know, you're a golfer. I'm a fisherman, which I'm not. I just threw that out there. You like hunting. I don't <laughs> like hunting. I like playing. I like going to bingo. You don't love whatever. So to each his own, I get it. But really, what is what is your downfall where you have to dress up as a basically an oversized stuffed animal and like sometimes it's sexual in nature but that's i think that's actually a different that's genre. a whole All different yeah, that's, genre that, you're yeah, going exactly outside of, yeah. but but really have you ever had the desire now i get it like if you're the mascot <laughs> no. being parent if you're uh is it hooper or hopper for the pistons hooper I think his name is the mascot, you know, who runs and jumps oh. on trampolines and entertains fans. Okay, that's one thing. You're getting paid, you're entertaining 20,000 fans. I get it. I'm talking these people dress in costumes and they're at the Las Vegas Convention Center with for fun. Exactly. They're for paying fun. to do it. And I, that just bothers me. So, anyway, <laughs> that was my question to you. So, what do people do that you like? You're just like, what the fuck? Um, wow. Uh, yeah. Um, hmm. Um, and if there are any, while Dave's thinking, if there are any furries out there listening, please feel free to contact us and <laughs> let me know what I'm missing out on. And if, I'll tell you what, if there is a furry out there listening to us, you're our next interview. Well, I'll say this. When I first heard about GameCon, which is a lot like Comic-Con. You know what I mean? But except GameCon is where you go to a convention and you play new games, board games, uh, like Dungeons and Dragons kind of a game. Um, when I heard about that, I'm like, oh, my God, are you serious? But then when I started actually playing some of the games that was that were coming out of that convention, I'm like these are great. 
I kind of started to understand like every now and again, you need to come up with some new games to be able to play with the family or, right. you know, and stuff like that. So, um, I don't know. I don't really, I, Hmm. I don't, that's a great question. I don't know if there's yeah, anything you actually that just, really Yeah, you actually me. just supported the case of the furry. Because I, I, I don't mean, know any leopards, little... but I'm not going to go and join one of their fucking clubs either. <laughs> I don't know. Movie. Uh, oh, God. Anyway, proceed. Yeah, you put me on the spot. <laughs> so, I don't have any groups that per se do anything weird that bother me. I don't know. I'm, uh, yeah, you stumped me. I don't know. I can't, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I, I have no answer for that one. <laughs> Nobody offends you at all. You can't, they're like, I, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I don't, I, hey, well, as long as it's not, as long as it's not affecting me, as long as it's not well, affecting furries, my income, as furries long as it's don't not affect a, me either, but I think it's stupid. <laughs> okay. If you want to dress up as a, a stuffed animal. There's something wrong with it. Well, here's how I, I obviously don't pay attention enough because I don't. I've never heard of that before. I mean, obviously, I I know the mascots, like you said, the ones that get paid to entertain right. the crowd and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Any other groups like bother you? Uh not not well. Let's see. No. Yeah, we got to keep this somewhat politically correct. So, uh, what about Doctor Hook songs? Doctor Hook songs. Well, I'm just trying. You you stumped me because there's nobody that nobody offends Dave, I guess, or troubles Dave. You know, so. Well, I mean, I if my income is not directly affected. If my livelihood is not directly affected, if, you know, the way I go about my normal live livelihood and life is not affected, it's like, hey, you know what I mean? You must not be doing anything that bad. Right. None of, none of, none of those are applicable to me, yet I hate furries. <laughs> so, okay. It's just... I guess we'll just agree to I guess I'm not quite as liberal as you are. So with and the tolerance of accepting. Do I understand why they like to do it? No, not really. But hey, whatever. You know what I mean? If it keeps you out of trouble and out of my hair, go for it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What if a furry delivered your pizza and you didn't tip them and they held you at crossbow. <laughs> okay, then. Now would you feel a little animosity towards the furries? Yeah, sure. Somebody might have to disappear. I mean, how still, okay, well, your kids are become furries. You're not going to like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that would become, well, I don't know. You know what I mean? As long as it doesn't affect family gatherings and they don't show up at no, you're no. If they don't show up that, yeah. if they don't show up at Thanksgiving in a costume. I'm I'm okay. <laughs> well, see, now you're just judgmental because if you're gonna, you gotta accept them. Apparently, yeah, because I'm not letting a pink giant bunny with razor dagger teeth come to my Christmas party because they're 
I'm a furry. It's like, well, you're an idiot. Is what Wait a minute. Are. Is Sparty a furry? No, I think that's a mascot. But a that's furry, what I thought you said no, earlier. But a furry like is a long, they're wearing mascot outfits, but they're not like mascots. Like, Rod, they just get together. And we, I need a furry input on this podcast. So yeah, I hope there is one furry listening to this podcast and you can put me in my place. I doubt it. But anyway, let's rate the Pen Hopper IPA. It's really hard because we've been talking so much. That's I don't what even she have, said. I don't, I don't have half of it done. Half of it? Fuck you. I haven't even drank any of it. <laughs> yes, I have. Drank a, have two more gulps and we'll break this bitch. All right. All right. I'm up first because it's the North Studio, which... I've noticed, Dave, is quite a bit colder than the South Studio, isn't it? I've deemed it the icebox. All right. <clears throat> so. What is your thermostat set at, by the way? 63. Like 24? 63. 63. Yeah. Okay. That's our stance at to uh, kill the coronavirus. I don't know if it works, <laughs> but we're about to find out. Um, your typical IPA flavor. If you like IPAs, I think you'll like this. The additional flavors were not out of this world, so I can't go into the four range. And you know what? Screw the tap people. I got to beat them again. I will go 3.70. A nice, solid IPA that I recommend you trying, but... Not one of my all-time favorites. I'm going to go very similar to what you're saying, but I do have a little bit of bitter beer face with this one. I'm going to go 3.5. All right. So decent flavor, but I've got a lot of, <clears throat> maybe not a lot of, but a little bit of bitter beer face. Okay. So at 3.5, the pen hopper for you and 3.5, the fonder fonders. <laughs> All right. The fonders, the founder CBS. So just the differentiation, differentiation of taste. I can go with that, but I'm out of beer. And as a late, great Stuart Scott said, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here. <laughs>